This week, Toddy infers some things. We infer some things. The potter gets all fancy-like. We're eating KFC. Frog's not in town. Rob's got the sniffles. This is On The Ranch. That's us all back again here for another night. You've got the Rob, he's in ISO, joining us over by webcam. Morgs is Hello. in the studio. Oh, hey, Rob. We have <laughs> a lag there. What, we have what now? No, no. Have you got us? I do. <laughs> How are we, buddy? Uh, 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 oh, look, uh, you're not on delay, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm great. Can you, How do I sound? Uh, it's better than what we expected. Yeah, it's it's the old uh, it's the voice the voice drops an octave or two and this gets a little sexier. Sound a bit like John Laws. <laughs> yes, Valvoline. <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm. Oils Valvoline. ain't oils. And with oils that sexy voice joining us in the studio, it's uh, just the two of us here tonight. Frogs away out bush somewhere on a trip of epic proportions, and it's just uh, Morgie joining by. How are we, buddy? Oh, sorry, Peter, I didn't realise we were live. I was just doing my little John Laws <laughs> impersonation there. No, well, we spliced in the intro earlier, so I just sort of jumped right in. We just hit, hit, hit the ground running. Yeah. yeah so you know all... things are bad when Pistol's got a host. Yeah, well, this is where I uh, just giddily flick past the ball out the back, and uh, you've got the <laughs> microphone, big boy. Talk yeah, us through yeah. it. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on the ranch episode ninety-five. Uh, yes, we are uh, all over the place uh, tonight. I'm in one room. Uh, Morgs and Pistol are in the main room, chowing down KFC, throwing out quarter pound of cheeseburger, McDonald's. I don't know the old-fashioned non-biodegradable styrofoam <laughs> containers. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know where the barking frog MC is. We just know he's not with us tonight. So, yes, it's uh, it's, it's a bit of a weird episode, but um, we'll get through it. We'll see how we go. We'll see if the voice holds up. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, it's doing its bestest. Lemon uh, tea, mate. Lemon tea. Yeah, I do have a bit of something special in this um, in this canister here. So we'll see how long that lasts. I'll just start cracking into it now. <laughs> don't worry, I already have. Uh, it's smooth, very smooth. The postman this week, we've got a few letters that came through after the game. Uh, Jeffrey Kerr said, it doesn't matter what we did. The ref just blew his whistle. Penalty Tedesco. Uh, Kevin Barry said, we didn't play the left side enough, which is interesting. Yeah, maybe. Ashley Peterson said, I honestly thought we got our fair share of penalties too. Not sure of the count. I don't really agree on all those sin bins. At the end of the day, we played decent. But for the first time, our edge defence got tested and we went up against a decent attack. No easy tries off kicks. We will be better for it next week. I think we were lucky they could hardly kick a goal to save themselves. Otherwise, the scoreboard would have looked a lot worse. On to next week now, up the Cowboys. It's a fairly balanced view there, Ashley. I'd, Make some I valid if, points. I don't know if we can accept that. We're... Anyway, moving on along. Sammy Davis said, aside from the sin bins and poor rubs of the green, it was a little bit of Cowboys of old tonight. That's okay. Back to the drawing board. Two from four is ideal for Cowboys at this stage. Uh, if what we've seen so far is any indication of the defensive efforts we can expect going into the future, then 12 wins from 24 games might actually place the boys in the eight this year. It's not a bad outlook uh, coming away from that game. It was certainly a lot fairer and balanced than mine was, I'll have to say. 
<laughs> Which we will dissect. Yes, I was a little bit cranky about that. Uh, Sammy Davis also said he loved the uh, little Holbrook reference in the presser after the game, not doing a full Ricky. Uh, but he hit the nail on the head, which has caused some controversy since then as well. Everybody's piped up. Seems you can uh, infer a few things about the referees, but you just got to be careful how you do it. Yeah, I, I don't know if you got to see that press conference, but... I did, yes. Uh, tell you what, for a bloke that's, you know, he's just had his team sort of given the raw stick, he does well not to blow up. He has just got one calm, patient tenure all over himself. I think we touched on it last year and we, we asked a couple of the boys whether or not he just explodes when no cameras are around. Yeah. Or he goes home and kicks the dog. Yeah, well, he, he did hit the nail on the head, though. I mean, like, taking the cowboy one-eye glasses off here, but it does seem to be a lot that way. Like the, the top of the teams or the, the teams that have been up at the upper echelon for however long now do seem, in my opinion anyway, I, I'd side with Toddy on that, Um does he need to come out and say it? I mean, what do you achieve by doing that? But I suppose he's got a few of the other coaches talking about that as well now. And who knows, maybe they might be on notice. Or do we now get even more? Picked on. Picked on, yeah. All the, all the more 50-50 calls no longer go our way. Who well, knows? I don't think there's enough coaches out, out north of Brisbane that are going to back in on us. Like, you know. Yeah, but there's a few that are down the bottom end of the yeah. table that would probably agree. Like, just, I don't know, I always say that one reason why I don't like the Broncos is not only are they gift wrapped, but they just seem to always have it go their way. Yeah. Whether it's the scheduling, whether it's just incidental penalties. Like you can look at a game and go, oh, it was 9-8, but how many of them were fourth and fifth tackle penalties? How many of them were get square penalties? Again, this is not a ref bashing thing by no means, but for a very long time, it, Broncos seem to always just get Gifted after gift after gift, and that's one reason why no one, no one here on the pod likes him. And I suppose Toddy's just emulating that. It's a little bit of that, but you look at teams like the Storm as well, who've been at the top for how long now? They get away. If you sit down and just watch what they do in the ruck, yeah, and you know a, lo- a whole lot of the ruck infringement um, penalties that have come to light in the last couple of years have been targeted at the Storm, or at least some tactics that originated from the Storm, you know, like chicken wing. I'm pretty sure the, um, what's the, what do they call it, the hip drop, um, the, the bullet. Crusher. crusher. Oh, and the cannonball. The crusher, the cannonball. I'm pretty sure they, were, they all started at the Storm, so it's one of those things where, yeah, you're cracking down on something the Storm came up with, but how long do they get away with it before they bring in the rule? Well, you easily get a season. Still, they still slow down the ruck and control it. Yeah. Without, and I'm, I'm sure they're lay around in the ruck longer than any other team. So it's, I don't know. And just, Roosters just, probably do it as well. That you just don't see it. And just consistency. How many head highs do you see at the moment? Like Chad, I think, got taken three, three times on Saturday night around the head. Not one penalty yet. He came across late and just clipped the bloke. Nothing in it at all. Penalty. Oh, just a lazy Will Smith, yeah. Penalty maybe at best, but goes and sits down for 10. You know where he got taken around the throat with malice three times in that game and, and nothing, nothing comes out of it. So you just, I could see where he's coming from. Is there a need for it to be said? Maybe, maybe not. But that happened to us last year after Magic Round when they did the crack yeah, down on yeah. head high, you know. Yeah. Like, I think it was... Yeah, um, every, every hit to the head, they were saying. Yeah, yep. yep. And it's always us. I mean, someone else takes someone out completely. 
completely, and it's play on. Play on, yeah. Right. It does get frustrating. You just want to see a line in the sand. I mean, they're trying to do that, but... Just make it even. Make yeah, it fair. You, we just want a fair go. You go 10 years ago, and a sin bin was a massive deal. You might see 10 in yeah. a year yeah. if you're lucky. And even you then, had to that's, do something pretty bad. Yeah, that's that's hard pressed. Yeah, whereas now you have to you've, fairly punch on. You've seen twenty two in four games. Like, and then first and full like his whole career, every time he'd kick it, he'd just get wiped out. Yeah, I remember there was one game, and he like they were targeted every single time he passed it. They'd completely clean him out, and then just play on. Yeah. Nah, well, now PVL's come out this week and said something along the lines of, "If you lay on the ruck too much, you'll get sin binned. Like we need out. more sin bins in the yeah. freaking game. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. Why mess with the rules? Like it was good up until you know, pre pre COVID. Really, it was pretty good. Uh, anyway, look, Cowboys. As we uh, were talking about uh, going down four points to the Roosters, twenty eight. I don't believe it was a twenty four point game, which I said in the uh, on the Facebook group. It just. I can cop a 10 or 12 point loss, yeah, but 28 points, uh, sorry, 24 points was a bit much. Uh, our only try coming in the 64th minute from Muzz. Um, and yeah, those three sin bins, the only other, I wouldn't even call it a highlight, the only other mark on our scorecard. Uh, the Roosters crossing nearly every five minutes there for a while. So yeah, it was uh, great to watch. I did I did not see it coming, hey. I, I thought we were going to be competitive. Mm. I, I really thought we were actually going to get up. Um I don't know, like a blindside of me. I did not expect it. We we did good. Like Tommy Gilbert went off in that first one, and I could I can understand. Yeah, okay, if that happened to us, yeah, he did pull the player back. Professional foul, yeah, you can have that. But we defended so good with twelve on thirteen, and it wasn't until the last minute or two before he was due back, and they crossed. And then he comes on the field, and then no sooner later, Griffin Neem gets. Ridiculously called off. Yeah, that was so weak. Like uh, you're talking point one of a second. Like, what's he gonna do? Is it uh, the halfback takes it to the line and just you can't tackle me because I might dummy it or I, I might pass it and all of a sudden he goes yeah. through and there's, there's no option. There's no. literally zero option of anything else he can do. It was it was brought in to protect the player playmakers and all that. And if you're two seconds, three seconds late with ample time to be able to pull out. By all means, yeah, go for Ben. But you are talking instantaneous tackle. So Griffin, uh, Gilbert comes back on and then Neem basically goes off again and they score another two while we're 12 down again. You know, I, I, I think the boys did pretty well to handle only 28 points scored considering we had 12 people on the field for 50 minutes. Yeah, well, that's right. Um, Sam Walker only kicking two from six helps, that helps. in that as well. That a lot of those help. probably because a lot of the tries were right on the right on the... Um, right on, on the, the touchline. Yeah. We were stretched. Yeah, yeah, which um, you know would have caught a lot of teams out anyway. But yeah, look, is what it is. It's twenty-four points. Bit of a reality check. We've still got the best defensive uh, points in the league, equal, I think. Uh, if you look at the ladder, um, we've got uh, what do we have now? Fifty-two scored against us. The Sharks are the same. Everyone else has had more points scored against them, including the Panthers. I've had fifty-four against them. So. You know, we're, we're still not doing... I know we had a good first couple of weeks, uh, but we're still not doing too bad in, as far as defensive stakes. Yeah. And, um, you know, 30 from 39 completed sets that game up against the Roosters, 34 from 44. So, you know, so pretty equal there. Pretty similar. And we're still top eight. So that, that's nice too. Yeah, still fifth. And like Sammy 
Davis said, you know, if we if we can win 50% of our games, we might scrape in the top eight anyway, which is still a massive improvement on last year. So, anyway, a bit of a reality check, but... Uh, uh, maybe yeah. it's the loss that we needed to have. Exactly, exactly. And the draw probably gets a little bit easier, I guess, if you could call it that. The Warriors are, on, are coming off a, uh, off a win, uh, albeit against the Broncos, but... Uh, yeah, well, I guess we just have to see how it goes. But our points from the game, three, two, ones. One of you guys want to kick this one off? Hey, Morgs can do this. He can open up <laughs> the batting, Morgs. Yeah, I'll come out at the uh, the opening, the opening slot. Do you want to be Hayden or Langer? Uh, I'd like to be um, more of a Slater. I think. Oh, you're going to be Slater. Yeah, I'll be Slats. Oh, let's go, wow. Slats. Okay. Slats knows how to party. Yeah, um, for ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a bit of a toughie for me. I think the three and the two are fairly easy. The one I struggled with, I went three for Dearden, um, just kind of doing Dearden stuff, guiding us around the park. But you know, like it was a bit, it was a bit tricky. He didn't, he uh, he just kept going and didn't really sort of drop his head or anything like that. But you know, it was a bit hard when things weren't happening. Two, I went Cotter. I haven't given, I don't think Cotter any points this season yet, but I know the others have, and I think it's. Worthwhile recognising that he's a work workhorse and he just keeps going, um, doesn't give up. He's always there, ready to go. And I went Tomalolo for one. Um, I think he's staying consistent like he was last week. So I went, um, I went big old JT. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have a crack here. I've gone Dearden for three. I think uh, his tenacity and never say die attitude. There was a few times where they've made some line breaks and he was the last guy in defence. He just Wears his heart on the sleeve, and there's a young fella that used to wear headgear that played for us that had the same sort of attitude, and you can see a few of those traits coming out in Tommy where he's just just that never-give-up attitude. He put a few plays on, uh, tried his guts out. Obviously, um, 28-4, it's, you, you're sort of up against it a bit, but yeah, I had him for three. Tamalolo for two. Uh, just big meters again, playing in the middle uh, out of his preferred lock position so starting I taking out of that game we people can rubbish him all you want but Cohen Hess makes a massive difference in that middle his kick chase marker pressure his motor his willing to just drive forward like that was you definitely miss that so hopefully his shoulder comes out better soon and then one point was a toss-up I I liked Cotter uh, but I went with Peter Hicku Got shifted to fullback after Hammer went off with about, I don't know, 15 to go or 20 to go, whenever it was. Defended there. Uh, we were then down to another 12 on 13 for the last 10. Uh, he had some good carries, some good metres, but also playing out of position, he he covered covered all right. So I had him and, yeah, like I said, I had a couple honourable mentions. Felt he had some great carries out the back end of our of our half. He made a good break there. Uh as mentioned, Reuben Cotter as well. So, tough night for the boys, uh, but hopefully onwards and upwards moving forward. You mentioned Hess there. I remember felt when he was in, he was saying how he's really energetic and sort of really sort of gets the locker room excited. Yeah. Hopefully having him back impacts the team a bit too. Gets yeah. a bit more moving again. Just yeah, it can't up. hurt. So, Frog went uh, Cotter for three points. Uh, his comment was, just a machine. Uh, he's given two points to Tommy Dearden uh, with the comment, did not give up all night. And one point he gave to Reese Robson uh, with a comment saying, looking to create things all night. And honourable mention to Brother Kyle, look the goods rolled up the sleeves. I've gone a little bit different myself. I think 
uh, Tommy Dearden got uh, man of the match for the Cowboys as well, just in their internal uh, things. So, uh, which nothing to do with us, but yeah, that was that was good to see that you guys gave him points. I saw it a little bit differently, that might have been clouded by uh, some certain liquids on Saturday night, maybe. Uh, but I gave three points to Val Holmes, who you know had some great runs. Uh, he was trying as hard as anyone else, or if not harder, and um, some good carries, but just obviously, like you were saying, with the scoreboard, couldn't do much with it. Hang on, what, uh, sort, two, of, what sort of liquids were you having on Saturday night? Uh, all kinds. A bit of ivermectin. Yeah, that's lucky, yeah, because yeah. obviously, crook, you don't want to be... Unless if it's whiskey, that's that's an old wife's tale. That, that helps their throat and sinuses. No, there was a bit of whiskey involved as well. Yeah, there. Well, that's that's actually a medicinal yeah. purpose. Yeah, that's why I'm not as bad as I I could be. Correct. Anyway, uh, two points went to <laughs> Reuben Cotter, uh, who yeah, just a machine. He's nonstop, go go go. And one point to Reese Robson, who between them, between Cotter and Robson, it was sort of hard to pick which one was which there for me because they basically interchanged, well, not not in positionally, but as far as points went, they were you know always involved in the play. Um, but for me, it was those two. And I gave negative 1,000 points to the guy in the yellow jersey in the centre who um, pretty much ruined it for everybody involved. Gerard. Mr. Gerard. Who, um, yeah. I kept calling anyway. him Tony all night. <laughs> I don't like bagging refs, but my God, that was horrible. Uh, yeah, anyway, is what it is. So the tally this week, it's, uh, it's blown out a little bit at the top. Young Tommy Dearden's on 26 points at the top of the ladder. Uh, on the player points for this year, uh, Jeremiah Nanai on 18 points, Val Holmes on 12, Tommy Gilbert on 10, and um, and Ruben Cotter on 8 points, I think rounds out the uh, the top 5. I'm all confused because uh, Frog wrote these out and he wrote Holmes twice. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. What a knock. I got, I, I got put off there. I, I was looking, I'm, thinking, I'm pretty sure it's the top 6 there, Rob. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read that twice. Holmes, Holmes again. Uh, Jason Tamalo on seven, Hicko on five, and so on and so forth from there. So uh, anyway, that's one round that we probably want to put behind us. It uh, wasn't pleasant. I can so, a bit of bit just, of medicine. I think we probably needed to have. Yeah, and just on that uh, player standing there, I have a funny feeling looking at the team list this week that uh, there's going to be a bit of a shake up. I have a funny feeling Drinkwater might get twelve points this week. Yeah, I don't, if I, I think can so. help it. I think so. It'd be nice if he did. <laughs> he might suddenly rocket his way up towards the front. It'd be nice if he did. Speaking of this week, it's round five, and this Friday night at 6pm at uh, Morton Daly Stadium in Redcliffe. While the Matildas play in Townsville, the Cowboys are heading on down to play the Warriors, and the team this week will be a little bit different, uh, mostly due to injury. Uh, the Hammer has, of course, dropped out with a PCL tear as it turned out in the end i think he's off now gone for i want to say four weeks off the top of my head yeah, oh, that's a blessing they, they, I, I reckon four but they're saying it could be two to three he's a young fellow with quick healing abilities he's sort of like logan yeah right <laughs> I'd, I'd still okay. give him another week or two on top and just make sure he actually heals up proper <laughs> yeah. i would not be rushing hammer back no no no, no, let's no. let's take it easy. Uh, anyway, look, that gives that opens the door for Scotty Drinkwater, who has dropped into the fullback spot for this week, 
and I don't think anybody's going to, going to complain about that. Uh, like you said, I think we might see some points heading Scotty Drinkwater's way because he's going to be out to show that you know he's yes. deserves a starting spot. I guess. I hope he kills it. I really do. Played for the Cutters in the Q Cup, and yeah, uh, yeah. Again, not not that I saw that game, just reading the reports. So, uh, but yeah, killed it from all reports in that. And I saw he took a lot of uh, time out to take photos with fans and stuff too yeah, down yeah. there. So you know, good to see. Hopefully, he's keeping his spirits up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Big JTB is starting prop this week in number ten, which um, pushes Ruben Cotter back onto the bench. And uh, I think that's pretty much the same. Cohen Hess is the 18th man for this week. Uh, I believe the shoulder is pretty much good to go. It was pretty line ball last week. But uh, anyway, it's been given another week, which is probably a good thing. Hopefully he'll be right with that one. I do like JTB starting. It, yeah. <laughs> there's a few yeah. times in that Roosters game and no fault to his own, but just did not quite have that match fitness in his, in his lungs. So he'll be, better Mc- for, he'll be better for last week's run. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jordan McLean starting prop. Jason Taumalalo back in the 13, which, you know, I think that late shift probably before the game on Saturday didn't help either. We need to just so, leave him there. He needs to just stay in that spot no matter what. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and just, no, nothing, just taking on. nothing away from Cotter. He did, did does well there, but yeah. That's just not the same. I reckon just leave him there and then shift the other people around and try and make up. Yeah. And just on that as well, like he... Uh, Against that Roosters pack, now I've been saying all year that they're a bottom four side, but look, they they got a lucky win and they proved that they do have star power there. But he played close to an hour, 59 minutes in the middles. So he's he's playing those minutes that people want. But again, like you won't hear those accolades, but when he only plays 50, they all want to up his ribs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the Warriors are kicking off with the young, beautiful Reese Walsh in fullback. Oh, dreamy. So, Pete, you got your tickets ready? Yeah. Oh, end man. of the game? I might be going down a red cliff. He's going to record this one in slow motion. Edward yep. Cosey, Jesse Arthurs, Adam Pompey, Mart- Mar- so I'll start again with his name, Marcelo Montoya, uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita, Sean Johnson, Bunty Afoa, Wade Egan, Matthew Lodge, Ewan Aiken, Bailey Siren, and, and Josh Curran. Rounding out the starting 13. Cody Nicarima coming off the bench. Elisa Katoa, Aaron Penne, and Jack Murchie. I hope I pronounced that last one correctly. Uh, on the on the interchange there for the Warriors. <laughs> they looked all right against the Broncos. I'll give them that. Yeah. SJ back. First game back for since round one and seemed to have the ball on a string early on. Yeah. And so did their outside backs, which is a bit scary, actually. Yeah, I think it, Jesse Arthur's crossed in the first, twice in the first 15 minutes or something so yeah it was interesting you had Jesse Arthurs that only a couple of weeks ago the Broncos loaned to the Warriors for the rest of the season yeah. tore him a new one Matt Lodge I mentioned this last week when they were playing but Matt Lodge former Bronco player killed it for him that he Reese Walsh doing what he does out the back like I wonder who the Bronco recruitment management are and apparently all reports is Jesse Arthurs is love and life there obviously they will have to go back to New Zealand so whether or not some of these lone or Aussie players will take that trip but apparently he's love and life there and uh, maybe signed for next year too yeah right oh good on him good on him good to see you got a bit of a soft spot for the Warriors not quite as soft as you do but yeah well when you you 
if you goes back to the Bronco system as well, you got Branko Lee there, you've got Herbie Farmworth and Katani Staggs, it'd be pretty hard to try and crack into that centre's position. Plus you can't step on anybody's shoes. No, that's correct. Oh, damn straight you can't. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, that was good. Apparently that was only after round one. Round two, so, that was. Round after one, after, after, yeah, okay, he, after he, he beat the Bulldogs, yeah. Um, Pete and I, we've got a friend, Trent. Um, shout out to Trent. He, he doesn't like people stepping on his white shoes either. So <laughs> no, I have experienced that firsthand. Uh, 50-50 wins this season for both teams, as we were talking about. The Warriors coming off two wins, albeit against the Tigers and the Broncos. And yeah. um, so. sp- sports better giving it 50-50 too. Yeah. Dollar ninety each. Read into it. Yeah, right. Read into it how you like. I, I think this will be a, a cracking match-up. I'd... I booked this in to have a bit of a party at home, but uh, I've got um, some in-laws coming up from Brisbane this week. So Cowboys play Friday night into the Lions beating Geelong the same night. So it's going to be a bit of a, an affair in Coventry household. I don't know why having relatives there would stop you. I uh, just halted other plans that I was going to have. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes with rock moose. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we see we win this one? Oh, yeah, look, I think you've got to get the defence right, especially in the in the back row, because that's where they scored a lot of their points last week. Yep. I reckon metres. Uh, so, yeah. Line yeah, defence and um, metres. I reckon metres. We need to get up there. We need to get into an attacking position and actually have an effective attack. I think we've got to try and get drinky more a ball in hand. Like I, Hammer, we all love the hammer, don't get me wrong, but... The last four weeks at fullback, geez, he's been quiet. Like I think his run meters the other night was like thirty nine meters, four touches. Like you've you've got a Ferrari back there, and it, no discredit to him, he's finding his feet, but he doesn't seem like he's he's not popping up like the Matty Bowen or the Tedesco or the Trebojevic yeah. or someone like that. And I think Drinky might just add that bit of a experience headed game now to the side. It'll be really interesting to see how it goes. He's also got a good kicking game, Drinky, as well. So that gives you Chad, Tom, and and Scott to to line up for kick meters in in that part as well. Yeah, it just gives you that extra option, which you always need. So that'd um, be yeah, interesting. I, think, I don't think we need anything too creative, but throwing throwing the ball around, moving it around, is, is would definitely bode well against the Warriors. But yeah, yeah. that line speed and good defense target players like uh, Nicarima, not Nicarima. Johnson. <laughs> Johnson, yes. Sorry, Nicarima is coming off the bench, mind you. Got to try and um, hold Adam Fenua Blake's go forward as well. He's a massive, massive get yeah, for that side. Yeah, that's right. So He's a big boy. All right, speaking of news this week, Jeremiah Nanai uh, has signed for an extra year with intent to potentially extend that later in the year. I had a comment on this one. I just wanted to say I reckon that's a pretty smart move um, from a pure recruiting standpoint. And from a business perspective, you know, we're investing in the local youth without overextending on a 10-year contract, without going overboard. He's only young, and yeah, we've seen plenty of young kids signed overs after they play a handful of good games. I'm not saying is not worth it, because obviously he's, he's good talent, he's good local talent, but we have made the mistake, and other teams have made the mistake as well, where they play a handful of good games, the agent comes up and, and oversells them on what they're worth, they sign these massive dollar contracts and then you don't hear from them again for another three years or four years or 10 years. I don't want to single anybody out. But I think giving him a year to 
to sort of concentrate on his game and really cement and keep going what he's started and then look at a longer-term contract from there on. Yeah, it opens the door for other um, teams to try and make a bid, but I think maybe, you know, he wants to stay anyway. So I think it's a good move overall from both sides. Well, there may not be a lot of spare 2023 cap money there. So it could be yeah, sign That's for, true too. Sign That's for true. This, yeah. And then mm. if this player here moves on or this moves on, like, you know, you you love anyone wearing a cowboy jersey and you don't want to see him leave, but the reality is Granville's probably coming towards an end of whatever his contract is on. Uh Mitch Dunn, I don't know what his future lies mm. with the Cowboys, especially if Nanai has come onto the scene. You get Luciano Le Lua coming next year. You've got Jordan McLean now, whether or not they re sign him. Because he's coming towards an end of it either this year or next year as well. So yeah, depending true, on true. depending on how they want to mould and sculpt their future, it's it's actually not too bad a signing. The only issue I I don't have an issue, but it's ballsy play by Nanai. Like he's only got a one year contract and, he, himself and he does an ACL in round four next year. Well, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. It's yeah. actually smart what you were saying before because you you also kind of need to see how reliable it is. he is. Is he a a long mm. workhorse is getting injured a lot. Like you need to actually see how he's going to perform before you sign like a good, yeah. you know big contract because like you've seen in other sports and I mean it happens rugby too where you sign a big four year deal and then they play a handful of games each year. Well, yeah. I mean he could end up being a Tom Travoyevich mm. who's who's gone for another four weeks now. Yeah, and and again you don't like singling out players and stuff and but <laughs> except I'll, I just did. Except you just <laughs> did, but I'll I'll touch on the. Callum Ponga one now when he's on the field he's brilliant but that's once every five games yep yeah and you're right and, yeah. and you're and you're paying a million bucks for that now, is he a person that's young enough and you can build a club around absolutely but geez they they hype him up a fair chunk and I I don't know if you're getting the return of investment on him to be honest well I actually just had a look before um because Holmes is having a great year right and yep. you know sometimes players. In that contract year, they really start to pick it up and go well. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah. I wonder if wonder if Holmes, like he's having a cracker of a year. Maybe there's a contract coming up. He signed for it to twenty twenty five, which yeah. I think is fantastic, because it shows that he's not just kind of gone. Oh, hang on, I've got to get a contract again. Mm. He's on a very sweet deal, and he's you know decided to show up this year and play. Yeah, yeah. I look. I think uh, look, not being a pro athlete at all, but I'm sure that there is complacency that does come into it like mm. if you're on a million dollar a year for four years can you go into your shell the the killer instinct and the competitor inside you probably doesn't but if you yeah. don't have that and you are just cashing a paycheck maybe it can so look credit to the cowboys they've they've locked away a talent for the rest of this year and next yep uh and then obviously reevaluate it halfway through the 23 season or whatever it'd be hopefully that he can stay but geez it's risky play by the player knowing that you could have Half a dozen clubs tomorrow wanting to give you anywhere from five to seven hundred thousand for yeah. four years. That's yeah. a fair chunk of future already set up that you sort of it's turn risky, your back on. It's risky, but it's but it's also self confidence and self belief, which he obviously has a f- bucket load of. Yeah, and that's but probably are, what what Toddy's getting one, out of him too. So yeah, you are only one bad tackle away from career-ending injuries, I guess. Like. Yeah. In the yeah, scheme but you can't, of things. You can't, you can't approach games like that. No, that's Imagine true. You can't walk out going, oh, shit, I could do my ACL this week. I'll yeah. tell you what, that would be, be me. Yeah. If I was on the field, I'd see these big boys coming <laughs> to tackle me. I'll be like, I'll be doing a hospital pass. 
Yeah, quicker you, than you can imagine. You don't want to do your ACL, but then the other side of it, oh, well, I've got five years of luxury anyway, so I can write off a year when you're writing off your only contract mm. year. It's ballsy play by him, but credit to him. Good on him. Very good. Uh, Hammer, as mentioned before, confirmed PCL a couple of weeks uh, on the sidelines getting that one fixed up. So rest well, Hammer. But Best I think result possible. Hands with drink water in the meantime. Yeah. I've also got a bit of news as well. I, I touched on off mic as well. But uh, I don't know, I've spoke to you guys before about the draw this year. We are sitting in a pretty damn luxury position at the moment as far as travel and teams we play and where we're going. We don't travel or we don't play a game inside New South Wales until round 12, which is against the Panthers. So for, like, for argument's sake, this week we got Warriors on the on in Redcliffe. The following week we got Canberra in Canberra, so technically not New South Wales. It's a different territory, but, you know, you can, I'm claiming it. Then you got Titans at QCB. Then you got Eels up in Darwin. Then you got Knights at QCB. Then you got Tigers away, which happens to be Magic Crown, so it's at Suncorp. You're still in Queensland. Then you got the Storm back up here in QCB. And then the first time we move is... Panthers away, and then throughout the rest of the year, we go to we play Roosters, Rabbits, and someone else. Like, there's four games for the whole year we are in New South Wales. So, you're telling us we're about to go on a heater? We're going to go on a massive heater. I think that we have <laughs> every possibility if we find that Broncos form. I mean, yeah, we got some good tries off kicks, but if we can find that Broncos form or even just play, play to how we know we can, nothing saying we can't win our next six, to be honest. You've got to be careful. You'll have other teams telling us we're getting the home ground we're advantage gifted the, to us. We're getting the rub. Oh, if we, we are getting got the rub. accused of that, we would have to go and oh, no, fumble. Uh, no other team other than Parramatta have to go and play up in Darwin. We've got to go oh, in yeah. Darwin. Like, that's sort of... I mean, I know Parra take their home games there, but that... Rocky? It, you you would, playing a Rocky? No, not Rocky. Not no. this year? You would think Darwin year. would be a home game game for the Cowboys. When, even though it's yeah. a Parra's home yeah. game, you would think that you'd have more Cowboy support in Darwin, you reckon? For sure. For sure. It's going to be a lot hotter up there than what We've beaten West them up there be. before. Yeah. I think we flogged them last time we played them up there, actually. Yeah. That's Cowboys country. Or was that your... You're north of Gympie. That's Cowboys country. We flogged roosters in Darwin. <laughs> north of, north of yeah. Gympie. I was going to say north of Brisbane, but I'm accounting for the Dolphins coming in. <laughs> so I'm going north of Gympie. <laughs> or west, east of the Bungle Bungles. <laughs> That's Cowboys country. West, east. We'll, we'll do a map and chuck it up on the socials. Uh, yeah, there's just... And then when we, you know, we got to go on a road trip again, we got to play away, but we're playing Titans... At Seabus, you're still in Queensland. Yeah. It's it's quite a remarkable draw. So if we don't win the next few, then that's on us. I reckon we've... I said nothing saying we can't win our next six. Easy. I mean, not, not just by God, easy, I'm talking. Cowboys easy. 19. 19, 19 plus. plus. 19 plus Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys climb. <laughs> the Cowboys climb starts today. No, you've put it out there. Don't yeah. put it out into the universe. Cowboys 19 plus. That, there we go. Done. All right, footy tipping comp this year at footytips.com.au. Search for On The Ranch. The password is GOAT. It's all thanks to Be Clean NQ, Carpets and Upholstery Cleaning. And you'll get yourself a signed playing jersey again this year, just like Red Hot Richie and Webster won over the last two years. The latter this week is interesting. There's a whole bunch of people who used Jokers again. Uh, Three Finger Rule has expired all three of his Jokers but he is leading the competition on 32 points. 
Uh, Paul go Cowboys on 31. Tamalolo is better than Parker on 29. I find Tinsel distracting on 28, along with Graham C89. Red Hot Richie has jumped up the table. He's back in sixth spot, using a joker and tipping seven to get to uh, 27 points and sitting in sixth spot. So danger Will Robinson for anybody above him. A methodical flamethrower, living off 2015 glory, Thunderous and Toby Hunt uh, rounding out the top 10. And uh, Webster 1 has jumped back up in the 17th spot as well. So the reigning champions are making their runs. Uh, I'd be watching out for those guys. I got shafted last week. Absolutely oh, yeah. shafted. Now we'll, we'll get to you, but I've got to scroll all the way down. Uh, all you don't have to scroll down. so far for me, Rob. Uh, no, I don't. 30 Wait. second spot. And it's just go far for me, suck him <laughs> off there. Yeah. I'm in just I'm just enjoying it while it lasts. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um I'm in forty fourth myself. Jay Birdman oh, AU, who used his Joker in the first round and was winning the competition very briefly, is now in fiftieth. Uh he's at the bottom of page one. Uh Barking Frog in fifty fourth. Lukey, I felt some hass. I just like that name. He's in fifty seventh. And oh, I have to keep scrolling here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we got 87 names in the competition. Uh, 87th, 86th, and 85th have not tipped for the last two weeks. And uh. in the 84th spot is Pistol Blazing Two Guns. <laughs> so Blazing. not last. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, technically, oh. technically not last. But I think if you don't tip for three rounds, you're pretty much not included. I got robbed on that Tigers game. I got robbed <laughs> on t- I picked Tigers to win by four. They're up by 6-2. All he had to do is just jump on it and take the goal line drop out and they win. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. And then who tips the dogs against the storm? I thought they were going <laughs> to hold. I thought they were going to upset it. I thought they was were. That, wasn't it? Was that 44-0 or something? Yeah. Disgraceful tip. Yeah, so it was like backing against the team that played the Globetrotters. You should actually yeah. get negatives, <laughs> negatives for doing that. Absolutely, you should. Jeez. Yeah, Washington terrible. Generals. Uh, in the Patreon competition, Camo99 is leading that one on 21 points. Actually, I believe, possibly, Morgan, you'd be winning that one, but you're not in that comp yet. I sent you the invites to it. I only set oh. it up this week. I'll, I'll uh, drop it. What invite it. is this? Yeah, I didn't see that. You should get it to your to your email accounts. It's the, it's the uh, Patreon-only tipping comp. Oh, man, mm. I've, I've had to clean out my Gmail. I'm actually no storage. I deleted a whole lot of shit I didn't even oh, read. Oh, well. Pete Snowed. Pete Snowed under nice. at his desk. <laughs> I'm not at my desk. I'm Snowed yeah, under. Yeah. yeah, I could tell. Absolutely. I could tell. I could tell. My desk is my Milwaukee Pacquiao tool bag. <laughs> oh, you just had to drop. Let's talk about <laughs> name droppers. <laughs> oh. Here it is. Oh, yeah, old mate. Old tool mate over here. Yeah. All right, on to tipping for round five. Thursday, the 7th of April, out at McDonald Jones Stadium. The Knights are $1.77. The Manly Sea Eagles, the Trubojevic, or the Turboless Sea Eagles, you could say they're naturally aspirated. They're $2.05. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, uh, thank you. Yeah. That's good. Been working on that all day. Uh, it's at 7.50 p.m. Thursday night. Uh, I'm going to tip the Knights here, and I'm going to take them by... Six points, and Frog has gone manly by six points. Uh, just on the Frog tips, can we say not what he picks and just stuff him up with it? Yeah, but it, he'll just enter whatever he's actually tipped anyway. So Frog tip Newcastle by 48. <laughs> 
pistol? Yeah, I've got the Knights by 18. I think that the Turbo Jesus. Yeah, I think Clifford's going to have a night out in Vegas. It's the Clifford and Clune show, getting the team back on track. I think you said that last week, didn't you? Yeah, well... Clifford and Clune show, and then, yeah. they got, then they got touched up? It was 12-0 with five to go. It was still in the balance. <laughs> Quick so converted close. try, and then it's 12-6, well, and anything can Quick happen. little short kickoff, and it could uh, have been anything. A little chip yeah. and chase. Yeah, I followed you, Rob. I've gone the, uh, the Nova Castrians by converted... Yeah, right. Okay. All right. This Do you know be, yeah. why they called it Now that you're up the top. Because the Novocastrian is a knight. Oh, that's a good one. Just write that, yeah. write that down for future use, Rob. Yeah, totally. I'll get right on that. Uh, Friday the 8th of April, 6pm, uh, Morton Daly Stadium. This sounds familiar. The New Zealand Warriors on this particular betting agent are $1.85 with the Cowboys $1.95. I'm going to go to the Cowboys on this one. I think we will turn it around, bounce back from last week. And Frog has gone the Cowboys as well. Pistol. Yeah, I've I've gone the Cowboys, but I'm, I'm confident, but I'm only 13-plus confident this week. Ooh. Not saying that. I still think they'll win by 19-plus, but as far as the next segment goes, we're only 13-plus for a bit of bank. <laughs> we need to bank one. <laughs> So I win by, by 18. I should have gone 13 to 18 margins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. 13 plus, that sounds a little bit hairy to me. I'm going VR Cowboys to win and retain their position above the Warriors. Ooh. Big tip. Actually, win this by enough, we could uh, propel ourselves into second spot, but I don't want to, uh, I don't want to put the mocker on it. That'd be amazing. I mean, that would be an amazing result for the season we've had so far. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the second game on Friday night, and this is the Channel 9 game, and it's probably no surprise to anybody. Oh, of course it is. It's at Suncorp Stadium, and it's the Broncos. Uh, but they're up against the Roosters, so the Broncos are $4.15. The Roosters Jesus are $1.23. Christ. Yeah, yeah, my thoughts exactly. Uh, the Broncos are $4.15. Yeah, no, you'd be wasting your money. I'm taking the Roosters here, and I believe, yep, Frog is going the Roosters as well. Mm. This, is, Rooster, this will be Roosters 19+. plus. This is potential for um, battle, battle of the Spoon, to be honest. I still think <laughs> Roosters are a bottom four side, but they're coming up against probably a bottom two side. So I've, I've gone Roosters. They got lucky last week. Yeah, but they did. Went, on how many sin bins Broncos will get. <laughs> They'll get none. But they're going to just get bin for fighting amongst themselves. I've gone to Roosters. Uh, I reckon the Bronx might fall off a cliff in a couple of weeks. I don't know if you can fall off a cliff if, you, if you're in a hole anyway. Yeah. You can dig yourself deeper. Tell you yeah, what, if, true. if Broncos somehow put a surprise packet on and, and get up, then that'll, that'll do me. I'll, I'll stand rooting, but that's, I can't see it happening. Oh, you stand rooting anyway. Saturday the 9th of April, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm told, at 3pm at McDonald's Park. Uh, the Raiders are $4 uh, because they're up against the Storm at $1.25. Jeez, I'd love to see Raiders get up here, but I think they're having uh, some issues. So i got to go the Storm. And Frog has gone, he's copied me, he's gone the Storm as well. Hmm. Uh, the, yeah, the Raiders are in more trouble than Flash Gordon. And... Uh, <laughs> So are my tips, and that's why I've stuck with them as I'm going down on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Green Machine. 
I reckon the, the green machine may have got a bit of a cold starter motor. I'm going the Stormers. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. A green machine have got a cold starter motor. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit chilly. It's a bit chilly. Absol- that is gold. That is champagne. Mate, it's, it's, actually, it's, it's not. It's not from the uh, champagne region of France, so it's just a sparkly joke. It's a nice sparkly. If yeah. Chance can just back up Jack for a little bit and Schneider steer it around and... I don't know, Pappenhausen gets brained and Hughes does his ACL <laughs> and Munster breaks a shot. Raiders could be a chance. True. There's a lot of uh, lot of ducks you've got to line up there. No, I think you just need anyway. Chance, and, Chance and White and to just compliment, and I think the Raiders will go all right. 5.30pm at Stadium Australia. It's the Rabbitohs at $1.30 up against the Dragons at $3.50. Uh, if there's... Any team worse than the Rabbitohs this year, it's most certainly the Dragons. I'm taking the Rabbits, and so is Frogs. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Rabbits and Dragons played out the charity shield in which the Dragons won. Souths have been on a basket case. I, I'm going Dragons. I think that they're going to turn it around. They came up against the Red Hot Eels side, and I think Hook's going to have them firing. I'm going to take the fact that uh, Random Souths guy made an appearance at WrestleMania. Oh, didn't he? What? <laughs> yes. And I'm going to yes. Bunnies. Bunnies to Saw win, that. and um, and bloody the Undertaker to win by an armbar. And Undertaker had a great Hall of Fame speech. Watched every forty-five minutes of that. I heard you teared up. <sighs> uh, didn't quite tear up. Yeah, uh, it was a good. It was a good night. Austin comes out, gives Kevin Owens two stunners, drinks some beers. And you too. You can tune in Thursday nights for the <laughs> Pistol and Morgs <laughs> WrestleMania podcast. Only Come on in. your favorite podcast apps. Jeez, I should do some recordings while I got this. You see Stone Cold, like never, he never drinks a second beer. He bangs them together. Oh, but yeah. He throws one away and drinks. And <laughs> just, yeah. doesn't even drink him. His front <laughs> shirt wears it. <laughs> I was watching sure. it the other day. Just going, that's, that's genius. Pretty sure Probably. it's a Thursday. But anyway, carry on. 7.35pm, uh, Sea Bus Super Stadium on Super Saturday. The Titans are $2.95 up against the Eels at $1.40. Uh, look, I, I think I made the mistake of getting, getting sold by some early Titans... Uh, victory, I guess they've their form looked pretty decent to start the year, although they did get beaten by the Eels to begin with anyway. Um, but I'm going to go the Eels this time. They haven't sold me since then, and the Frog has copied me. He's going the Eels as well. Yeah, these, these two just played like round one. Yeah, correct. Why the bloody hell uh, are they going again for? Oh, they did the same thing last year. Remember, we played somebody round one and then again in round five. Oh, we got Raiders next week. We only played them round two. Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. That so it was 32. 30- 32 to 28 at Combank Stadium. Uh, the Eels getting up in round one. What bloody hell's doing the draw? Pit, the landies. You get paid how much of good money? All you have to do is do an even draw. How useless are you at your job? Well, let's see. As the AFL says, it's not a draw, it's a fixture. Far out. <laughs> That's uh, right. I've gone Titans to race round one's woes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, watch that. You see Brimson <laughs> got first try scorer last week in the 79th yeah. minute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a quality game. Someone had 50 bucks on Yuck. AJ for first try scorer, <laughs> picked up a thousand, <laughs> had to wait 79 minutes to watch the game. Got to give it up by a minute. Probably cashed out on the 78th <laughs> yeah. minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope he did. Um, I'm going the Eels for this one. Very good. Uh, Sunday the 10th, Points Bet Stadium. The Sharks are $1.10. The Tigers are $7. Gross. 
Gross. I think if you're tipping the Tigers at the moment, there's something wrong with you. So I'm going to go the Sharks at a dollar ten, and <laughs> the Frog is going the Sharks as well. I'm going Sharks too, which leaves Pete <laughs> to pick the. I, I, I think Sharks will win. I, oh, I think. Yeah, no, I've got. Oh, sharks. you sure? I got Sharks here, but there's I value in there's, the Tigers at seven dollars. I know. I think there's look when something such as certainty in the way this is. <laughs> You'd normally think that the Sharks will come out and drop everything. Tigers will... But even then, I, I can't see Tigers even crossing the strip. It's like, rabble. I think it's going to be an absolute bludger of a game. Probably the same as what we just saw on Thursday night. But uh, Sharks will probably get over with a, I don't know, a 70-minute trial penalty goal or some shit. I don't know. I, I think Sharks are smokies at the moment. They're, they're on a bit of a heater. They've, you know, this will be their... Well, they've, they've won three straight. And their form's looking pretty good. I mean, they haven't really played anyone. Oh, they beat the Eels, they beat the Dragons, and they beat the Knights. So nothing to write home about. But, you know, they looked good. They've been looking good. So, I don't know. I'd watch out for them. They've anyway. Been a, they've been a grinding, winning team. They haven't been is, exactly yeah. setting it alight. No. No. But they don't look terrible either. So, anyway. is what it is. They are in fourth fourth spot. Trues. Morgs. Yeah, look. Morgs, you were going to Sharks as well, weren't you? Yeah, I was definitely on Sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, okay. Uh, 6.15pm at Combank Stadium. I'm pretty sure Morgs is going. The Bulldogs here at $8. Oh, I love my doggies. And the Panthers are $1.08. I'm going to tip the Panthers here. I'm pretty sure Frog has gone. The Panthers, he has. Pistol. Yeah, I, the dogs stuffed me last week against the Storm. So I'm, Just just I'm last week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their recruitment, they seem like they sold everyone. They, they they are rubbish. How did they beat us in round one is beyond me. So, uh, yeah, I've gone the Panthers. Very good. Very I'm good. Going, and just for the record, I'm going Panthers. Yeah, just for the record, just to be yeah. sure. Sure. Just certain. Got to make sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, their favourite extra time comfort food. Are you having a jaffle or a meatball melt? Ooh. Oh. Hold the phone. I don't know if I've ever had a jaffle. Yeah, they're a, good. What? A they're, jaffle? Hang yeah. on. Is, is that a toasty? Yeah, it's a toasty yeah. sanger. You Why can, is it called a jaffle? I, I don't know. Hang on. Let me just look this uh, up. I'm, I'm gonna, if it's a toasty, I'm going toasty. But Yeah, you can. it's $3.50. You can get a ham, cheese, tomato toasty. That's not bad. That's pretty good value. And you know what else? For three fifty, there you get a meatball mezza pot. They call it. You get about what? half a dozen meatballs in this hot pot, chopped yeah. with mozzarella cheese. That sounds okay. It's quite divine. Sounds sounds Greek. Is that Greek? It's, Me- a mezza pot. Uh, it could be. It's nice. I, I'd be going the meatball melt over the toasted jaffle though. Um, uh, I'm quite partial to a bit of toasted jaffle myself. So yeah, but a meatball foot long with mozzarella cheese toasted with all the trimmings. Oh. Depends if if it is. What was the question? It's an extra time treat. If it's an extra time treat, you know, oh. maybe you've already had a meatball sup. You want something a little extra. Or well, said this is true. I mean, you're not going to have a second meatball sub. Or no, maybe not, you would. Yeah, like if you've eaten the meatball sub in the twentieth minute, and then you're like, oh, I'm quite content, and then come golden <laughs> point, you have to have another foot long. That'd just be ridiculous. <laughs> Well, you might as well have a jaffle in that case. Anyway, yeah, well, that's what it is. It, yeah, all right. If it's extra time, I'll take the jaffle. Full disclosure, I'm picking one of my jokers this week. I, oh, I you I'm, dog. I am. I'm going to go the full seven from... Oh, sorry, eight from eight. Oh, I've just cursed myself. Uh, I'm saying seven, but yeah, I am I am going a joker this week. Full disclosure. So and get, on, get on board. I haven't picked a joker yet because I don't know how to. <laughs> 
so you yeah. scroll down the bottom and it's down the bottom. All right. Ah, right there. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Are you going to go up? Are you going to go up this year? Shit. <laughs> this week? No, I'm, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till like when I hit in the straps and Getting I'll be like Kowalski coming back in, in, in the gold. Right. I reckon it's a decent <laughs> week to do it. There's a few, cert, a few dead set certs in there, I reckon, almost. No. Oh, which is guaranteed to say, yeah. But the Bulldogs and the Tigers are going to get up this week. Yeah, watch that happen. Would be Probably pretty funny. Will. Anyway, that is the tipping comp for round five. All thanks to B-Clean NQ, carpets and upholstery cleaning. Yes, well, you know, it's that time of the night again. Frog's not here, so the man with the golden mic is stepping in to fulfil his shoes. All thanks for Fusion Networks for all your computer server data, internet and IT requirements. If you've got issues with your laptops, give Morgan a ring from Fusion Networks. This is Pistols Motel. You just got yourself a job. How was that? Was that all right for a bit of rawness? That was amazing. Cool. All right. So this week we're going to we're going to basic one. We've been close the last few weeks. We've uh, last week we had Charlie Cameron to kick two goals, Lions to win twenty five plus, shoe in. Come up with the Cowboys against the Roosters. 19 plus certainties. The humidity was meant to stuff the Chooks, but it didn't. And we felt one leg agonising. Stuffed us. Just stuffed us. So we're going for a bit of bit of money back purchase this week. I'm tinkering around That'd with be it. Nice. Yeah, well, what do you think about this one here, Morgies? We got Roosters Broncos Friday night. Roosters to win at the line. Now they're minus 30 and a half starts, so they've got to win by 14 plus with the total match points over 38 and a half. I think Broncos have got two tries in them. I think Roosters have got five in them. Converted, that gives us 42 plus the start. So Should do I th- it. I think we're in. I think we're we'll, home. We'll squeeze it home. I think we'll squeeze it home. Second leg, Friday night still. We've gone the Cowboys, the pride of the north. We're only travelling as far as Redcliffe at Morton Daly. So we're still in the same state as I alluded to earlier. As much as I'm a 19-plus fan this year... And I still think they will win 19 plus, but just as I mentioned in the tips, a little 13 plus on the Cowboys. I think that uh, Toddy will have them fired up, and I think a bit of X Factor with Drinky at the back. And it's a Friday night lights. And it's a Friday night lights. And you know what else we like on Friday nights? A little bit of chicken fried and cold yes. beer with a pair of jeans that fit just right. Then to wrap it all out, we're going to okay. wait. We're going to wait. <laughs> Welcome back. We're going to wait out until Sunday night, Panthers versus the Dogs. Now, people are thinking, oh, first of all, what are you going to bet against the Dogs for? Penrith with a pound like a dollar two. Well, this is where the purchase comes in, Morgies. I've got Penrith to beat the Dogs by 30 plus. 30 plus? Jesus. 30 plus. Far out, that's big. That's big. Now, how much do you think we're going to eat this week at, uh, at <laughs> these three little leg multis? I reckon we're going to do pretty healthy. I think we're going to be healthy. Give me a figure here. Are we getting snouts in the trough? Snouts in the trough? Do you reckon 30 plus? I reckon probably a bit more. bit more? Yeah. What do you reckon, Robs? Oh, uh, yeah, a bit more than that. 40 plus? I reckon a bit more. Oh, what if, what if I said to you 5488? I, I think that would be about right. That, that'd be on? Yep. That'd be on. So it's playing 5488 to 1, power plate, of course, 20 bucks on it. Morgies, what does that tell us? I think it takes us... Very close to a thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. So we're we're, we're shy under a thousand. Uh, I've got a different 
our puppies compared to morgues. But uh, if you went, I was going to say. <laughs> That's why my math wasn't too right. I if, just ballparked it. If you're betting you go, on tab, you that from? <laughs> if you're betting on tab, it'll be fifty-four eighty-eight. So a little oh. bit over a thousand for a twenty. If you're on other avenues, go your hardest. Mm. But uh, what do you think? I reckon we're we're going to eat healthy this week. Now, my question for you, Pete: Are you actually privately backing this one in too? Absolutely. You, you tend to win the private bets. Yes, I am. I'm backing this one in. I've I've got a little twenty on this already, so it's um, okay. Well, that's all I need to hear. Well, I, I can't see the Broncos doing anything, and I think it might be a bloodbath with the Chooks. Yeah, I think hopefully. Cowboys are going to get up, and then, Jesus, I think the Wollongong Wolves under 12s will do a better job than Penrith on than Look, the Bulldogs on Sunday. I would happily pay 20 bucks to watch the Bulldogs get pumped. So I'm all in on this one. We're all in? Yep. And that rounds out another week of Pistols Multi, all thanks to Fusion Networks for your data, cabling, laptop servers and IT requirements. Like a pro, like an absolute pro. You should do it every week, I think, Pistol. I think we found a new talent. (laughs) That's it, Mick, you cut. You cut, Mick. It was a really hard decision, uh, but you cut. Anyway, uh, the Supercoach has been terrible. I Super don't want to talk about it. Rubbish. I'm happy to skip that because I'm not even logging in. I don't even know what I got <laughs> this week. I'm pretty sure my uh, entire team is let's sick. Trot Brody is winning one of the leagues, and uh, Red Hot Richie oh. is in second place in one of them, and in the other league, the Tarmore Lolos, um, and that is by Mitch, who could be one young Mitch that we know. Uh, the Bruisers and Barking Frogs are on six points each. That's uh, three wins, as we all know. And that's in the second league over uh, on Supercoach, which we know, won't delve into too much. We'll be here all night. And I'm nowhere to be seen in either of those. So. Cody Ramsey didn't even play for the Dragons. Oh, I used to live yeah. side. Things like that don't help. No. No. Having, having Townsend as your halfback, and he got two points. And I've well, he, was, he was zero until they reviewed it the next day. Yeah. <laughs> And I left Sean Johnson sitting on the bench, and he scored 45. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, it's not good. It's not good. The playlist. The playlist. Have you just been playing it? I've been playing it. It's not bad, eh? It's a- good. Until, it, until every now and then this really heavy metal song comes on. <laughs> well, I'm going <laughs> like, to disappoint you this week. I'm really going <laughs> to disappoint you this week. No, no, because I don't mind this one. Oh, cool. Sweet. Uh, who wants to kick it off? Actually, we'll do Frogs first. He's gone with uh, a little old classic in excess and never tear us apart. Good banger. Good belter. I don't mind it myself. Don't mind it. Very good. I like well frog. in excess. In excess is pretty good. Yeah, they go all right. They go all right. Uh, Morgs. Yeah, look, I've gone a bit of a classic. I've gone System of a Down, Toxicity. <laughs> Jesus. Uh-huh. Just, just when really you've calmed down with a bit of narrow, never tear us apart, but easy listening on the back patio. You crank it up. Really crank that back up and rip the knob off. You hear the nice little soft parts at the start. Yeah. And then it's all so... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Myself, I've gone for a banger from the temper trap, and this is... Definitely a go-to song for a fair bit of times. It's it's easy listening, easy singing. You never skip it. Rip it up. Rip, turn it up and rip the knob off. <laughs> Shit stuff that me ain't saying then. Uh, Trembling Hands by The Temper Trap. Uh, I've gone Tears for Fears. 
Everybody wants to rule the world. Giddy up. Everybody wants to rule the world. Is that how it goes? Kind of. But, uh, thanks anyway. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It was some, like some good harmony there. You know what? More like Rob, nailed it. Can you do something for our uh, maybe our Patreon good folk? Maybe you Certainly. can just isolate that little audio of me and Pete harmonising and put that up as a ringtone. Hey. <laughs> hey. So good it's killed Rob. As a ringtone, you've got to dial one three hundred, select four. Well it beats the one <laughs> the old school, bloody Remember the old pistol. school days of downloading ringtones? Yeah. It, yeah. Well that's what a pistol put in for me, put in what Axel F Crazy Frog. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to play that just for you. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Oh, I definitely judged you if you had Crazy Frog as your ring. Anyway, that's us for the week. That's us. Your beauty. Uh, that was good. Hey. Was. Got out of this one hey, quickly. Do you reckon the Cowboys have a team song? Like, I know they get in, they bang a bean. But should they have, like, an AFL team song where they all sit around, stand around singing after a win? I thought uh, they yeah. gave that a go. And they got, like, some real jeery music. Like, dun, 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 yeah. dun. I'd, I'd love to. Like, the AFL history with their team songs and everything, it, it has been good. I love it. But, and it, But it's... Like fifth generation sort of stuff. Yeah. Like the, the Brisbane Lions is their tune of the French national anthem. You need like, like a barbershop song yeah, or jeery like, yeah, from the 1980s. It'd be pretty cool. Like instead yeah. of just having, come on the cowboys, yeah. come on. You just need a haiku of eight lines. Yeah. Get the, Townsville, get the Townsville Brass Band to knock something out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fine, but... No, it's, it needs to be more jaunty. Yeah. The good part is that drowned you out completely. I didn't hear a word you said. <laughs> that, that's fine and all, but it's a four-minute, close to a four-minute song. You just yeah. want something that's belted out in about a 45 second that reverberates around the stadium. Yellow and black. Yellow and Blue black. Blue and the grey. Yeah. Yep. Just something when you're 16 beers deep, you can just really <laughs> belt it out quick. We are the pride of North Queensland. We wear blues. Grey and gold. Should we work on this? Yeah. We you might go away and do something. The, yeah. Steal the Lions one and replace it with Cowboy. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, let's work on that. Yellow and black. Well, it could be like uh, yellow and grey. Yellow and blue. Yeah. No, these sound like top ideas. Yeah. And on that note... <laughs> get over to the socials. We're at Insta- on the on the Ranch NQ on Instagram. Axabob on Twitter. Morgan Holmes Evans on all the other socials. Barking Frog MC... On the spot Facebook page. You know been slack. Are. Has been slack. I do apologise. No, nah, don't apologise. You do I it may when not, you want to do it. I may not get one out this week. I've got in-laws coming up on Friday. It's going to be hard-pressed to try and record something prior to that. Get them in it. on the day. It's quality, nah. not quantity. Yeah, yeah. I'll see how we go. I'll see how we go. Very good. All right, gentlemen. It's been uh, a blast. Take it easy. Shout I'll see out you soon, to- Pistol. Yep, you will. Shout out to the frog wherever you may be listening. Uh, talk to you next week, buddy. And uh, yeah, we'll have you back on deck then. Maybe. You could be cut. Maybe. <laughs> Go the cows. Up the cowboys. Down the dogs. Gotcha. Go the Down the dog. You good? Yeah. Yep. Hit it. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> wait, wait and you see if you die. <laughs> Just hanging on every word.